Welcome to Making Money Matters, hosted by Julie LaDuke. When my husband and I started with working with Julie, we had a lot of consumer debt. And we obviously spent more than we were making. We would say to ourselves that we could afford it, even if we weren't making the payments. We wanted to make more money. We had been making more money than ever before in our lives, but we still didn't have enough. With every credit card purchase, I felt guilt and shame that we were overspending and worried that we would not be able to pay it off before the next big purchase on credit. That all changed when we started working with Julie. Before our first appointment, I worried we would be told to stop being greedy and irresponsible. This was not her approach at all. She was non-judgmental and compassionate. As a result, we learned to save up for the items we wanted and stop spending on credit. I was able to let go of the guilt, shame, and worry. I began to appreciate that we are blessed with sufficient income, that we can enjoy many of the good things in life, and that all it takes is careful planning. I want to thank Julie for being a mentor and a friend and for showing us that there is a way to live within our means, to spending responsibly, and to prepare for our future. The way to tell if you've chosen a good mortgage professional is by how much money they're saving you. When you choose Julie LaDuke from Mortgage Brokers Ottawa, you're guaranteed exceptional service, competitive rates, and the best money-saving strategies anywhere. You'll be in a better place financially, opening doors to new opportunities. You won't be disappointed whether you're buying, refinancing, or your mortgage is up for renewal. The best mortgage solutions await you. Contact Julie LaDuke, 613-277-5271 or julie at beyondmortgages.ca. Good afternoon. Julie LaDuke here with Making Money Matters. Today I'd like to talk to you more about the belief systems we started to talk about the other day. Or, and, and I just wanted to go a little deeper to hopefully enlighten you as to what that means and how that can be applied to your life. So here we are. Uh, I've been doing this for more than 20 years, helping people finance, with their finances. And I just want you to understand what happens when people come to me. Often they're going to come to me and they, they will say, I don't know what's going on. There's no reason I wouldn't have any money. But here I am at the end of the month and there's no more money. There's never no more money. And I should have some money. But there isn't ever any money left over. It's just a system that continues to happen. And I'm not sure why or how it's happening. And that's not uncommon. It is actually probably the most common statement I see. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about why these things happen. And I'm going to ideally give you some insight and how you can make some changes in your own life to make it sure that you are beginning the process of getting financially fit one step at a time. So let's start with a little story. Often people will come to me and they will say that they can't find the money. From talking to them, I'm going to be able to discover what their belief systems are. 
I've had situations where people will come to me and they'll say, oh, my son's in hockey, that's top priority. And there's nothing wrong. I want to establish that there isn't anything wrong with these priorities if you can afford it. But if you're in a situation where you can't make ends meet and you can't make your your bills and so on, then ideally something should be changing for you to be able to get to the next level. So when people come to me and they say, it's really important that my child be in hockey, that's okay. Some others will come to me and say, oh, it's really, really important that um, I have the Mercedes in the driveway or the million dollar house or whatever the case is. But regardless, whatever you hang your hat on, that becomes your belief systems or that tells me what your belief system is. There are some people that say, oh, I want to be able to give a lot of money. Did you know there's such a thing as giving too much? I know, it doesn't sound quite right, but when you really start looking at it, it does. There is an actual challenge there. So here's what we're going to do. By looking at those belief systems, I'm going to suggest that you would look at your own situation and discover where your belief systems lie. Tell me maybe... um, what makes you tick? And what excites you? There are some people that love food. They're foodies and they're spending a lot of their income on food. There's nothing wrong with that, again, um, if you can afford it. So let's find out what your belief systems are. So let's talk, now that we understand that belief systems is something we decide or we have been taught, I want to talk about how you got there. So often our belief systems come from our childhood. They're learned from our parents and they are caught. They're not necessarily taught. So for example, I can tell you that I don't ever remember sitting down with my parents, my mother, and and doing a budget. That was never something that we did. However, I observed, which is caught, I observed what my mother was doing with money, what my father was doing with money, etc. So I discovered at some point in my late teens that that wasn't the life I was looking for, that I needed to change something because in life you have two roads that you can go down. You can, in regards to your childhood and upbringing, you can go down the same road, so repeating what you've been taught or going on the other road, which is changing what you've been taught. I have three siblings. I'm the third of fourth children, and all three of my siblings went down the repeat the same pattern road. Somehow, I was picked to go on the other road. I was the one that said, no, I'm not doing this. This is not the life I want for myself. So my question to you is, what is the life that you want for yourself? What is it that you want to change? Because let's be real. If you don't change something, everything's always going to be the same. So at some point, I want you to know where you're going. Because if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere else. So now let's talk about if you decide that you want to become better financially, you want to be able to 
do the things that you truly want to do with your finances. Is it possible? Absolutely. Now, some people say to me, I don't have a large income. Is it possible? I'm going to tell you this. Most of my clients come because they work for the government. They have some really good, uh, solid income. They're the ones that are struggling the most. The people that struggle the least are the ones that do not have a lot of income. So if they have, somebody comes to me and they're making 40, 50 or $60,000 a year and they're raising a family, that's going to be a lot more difficult than if they're making 120, $150,000 a year together and raising a family. So there's a big difference in how much money is coming in. But in all cases, and I'll repeat, in all cases, people spend what they earn. You live up to your salary. You don't live down to it. You live up to it. So, for example, I'm, I've got a raise so I can go to the keg instead of Swiss Chalet for, for dinner. Um, I got a raise so instead of driving a Chevrolet, I can afford a Mercedes. That's how we live up to our income. However, this is where we're talking about what are we going to change? So once you know where you want to go, so where is that? So let's talk just a minute about where is it that you want to go? How are you going to know that? What is that suggestion? What is it that you really want to know? Let's talk about it. Has debt affected your ability to do life well? Are you ready for a new solution? Julie from Beyond Mortgages will bring you from surviving to thriving by creating strategies that will put air under your wings. Working with her office will protect your credit, your money, and your future. Financial coaching is the key to a better life. If you're struggling with debts and can't make ends meet, don't wait any longer. Contact Julie at 613-277-5271. Start living and thriving. Action steps for disappearing money. Please explain what disappearing money. Disappearing money is the money that you thought you should have left in your account at the end of the month. When you've made your list of all your expenses, your groceries, your insurance, your car loan, etc., you have determined that it costs, let's say, $3,500 on a $4,000 budget. So there's $500 that has not been allocated, it's not needed for your bills, it's not needed for groceries, and that money is rarely sits in your checking account. That's what disappearing money is about. What do you need to do to stop disappearing money? The first thing with disappearing money, it's all about, one, identifying that it's disappearing. Two, is limiting how many times you're going to go to the interact machine to be able to draw money? Because this big money often happens, as I mentioned before, because we've run out of money and we need to go to the, get some cash to be able to do something. So often we're going to go to the interact and we're going to take a hundred dollars, let's say, and you decide you want to go to dinner and you took a hundred bucks, but you went to dinner and it cost you fifty dollars. But the other $50, where did it go? 
nobody remembers, right? And so it's not that it was flushed down the toilet necessarily. It's just that we can't really account for it. It, it hasn't been named as in the number that the name the name for that spending component that fifty extra dollars. It's not going into gas. It's not yeah. going into dining out. It's kind of nobody knows. Maybe that extra coffee. Maybe that extra <laughs> coffee. <laughs> that's exactly it. Maybe that extra coffee. Maybe that Starbucks. You just yeah. never know. <laughs> How can someone begin to change a challenging area in your finances? Well, everybody has some some form of challenge. I don't want you to think that everybody is doing really well and you're not. That would be completely false. Yeah. You know, even those who are more comfortable financially have some challenges. And and I always like to laugh and say, well, my husband really had a challenge with using his visa all the time. And um, we what we did is we made a decision. So we go back to what we've said in the other sessions. We have to make a decision to change. And once we make that decision, then we can begin to look at these situations. Now, by using the steps that I've outlined, uh, that, that, uh, that's been outlined for, for you already, those steps are going to bring you to that place. But in all fairness, sometimes you need more than that. And having accountability mm -hmm. is the secret sauce to being successful. So often the clients that come to see me, they don't understand how come they couldn't do it themselves. Yeah. They said, you know, I've built a budget for a number of years and I'm still, I'm in my 40s and I'm still not there or I'm in my 50s. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed over the years is that there's more and more uh, seniors coming to see me because they're struggling financially. Yeah. So that accountability component is enormous. It becomes the, you know, the, the principal at the school, and they're going, they don't want to go to the principal's office, yeah. that sensation of, I'm going to get in trouble if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, that's actually a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it helps, it really helps in retraining your brain. Yeah, because probably it's easier to lie to yourself than lie to your coach. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. And you know what, whether we believe it or not, we do a lot of lying to ourselves yeah. in a lot of things, you know. And so we're trying to, we're trying to get you to success. We don't want to keep you in survival. Yes. <laughs> what is a good gauge when giving? So one of the things that we've talked about, as you, as you understand from the other sessions, the four walls on our strong, firm foundation, one of the envelopes is giving. Some people will say, well, I don't donate money anywhere. And that's okay. And some people will say, oh, I give this much or a very good percentage to whoever that they choose, whether it be their church or whether it be Compassion Child or whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with contributing and giving. As a matter of fact, there's a lot right with yeah. it. But here's where the challenge lies. We want to find that balance. So the gauge, let's start off for those of you who are not givers. I would say to you, I would give you a special homework just for you if you're not a giver. Take $20 and the first person that complains about money, you give them that $20, no questions asked. And if they ask you why you're doing it, tell them it's homework. <laughs> and don't give them any more infor information regarding that $20. 
What's going to happen is that you're going to feel an element of excitement in your spirit. Yeah. And you're going to go, ha, ha I did something. <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun. And, and, and that's what we want to create. We want to create the good thing. Yeah. So what does that actually do long term for the person who's struggling financially? It actually takes you out of bondage. It actually begins to retrain your brain that giving is a good thing because if you hoard, if you keep everything for yourself, if, you know it says if you're trying to hold sand and, and you close your hand really tightly, you're not going to have a lot of sand in your hand at all. Yeah. But if you keep your hand open, you're going to have a whole lot more. That's the same idea with finances. So what we want to do is we want to have an open hand that you can receive and give with the same hand and you're not hoarding it or holding it toward you. So that $20 strategy is actually a whole lot of fun. And I do request uh, people that don't give that they try that. And you do that to start. And then I would suggest that you decide in the future uh, what you might want to do. Who would you like to help? You know, it could be the neighbor. It could be uh, the food bank. It could be, um, you know... uh, she or, or whoever yeah. it is. It, it doesn't matter where you're giving. It The fact is, is if you can begin to give, I can guarantee you that it's going to help your finances. For sure. That's good to know. It is good to know. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's it for today. I want to thank you for joining us for the Action Steps for Disappearing Money. And I hope that you will join us again. Have a great week.